Vamos. Welcome back to Ghostbusters Minute. Ghostbusters Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1984 film Ghostbusters Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And today we're here to bring you Minute number 93 of Ghostbusters. Brady, it's a Thursday. How are you doing this Thursday I'm doing good. Doing really good. How about you? I'm doing fine as well and sad about the end of the show. I know. Had because we are we are there basically. We are there. Next are week there. is our is our last week. We've been doing this since the Fourth of July, and it's been a, it's been a blast. We've gone through Damn. Fourth of July, August, September, Halloween just happened. The presidential election. Think about that. When we started the show, we had a different president, and now we have a different president elect. Isn't that crazy? Yep. How life changes when you're not looking. Life is what happens when you're making plans. And it's recording podcasts. And recording podcasts. Well, hey, are you ready to get into minute number 93 today? Yeah, it's a big one. Let's do this. Let's do this. Okay, so in the previous minute, the Ghostbusters set Mr. Stay Puffed on fire with a four-way direct blast for the proton packs, causing him to, well, catch fire. And now flaming, Mr. Stay Puff is making his way up the side of 55 Central Park West as the Ghostbusters are deciding on a new course of action. At minute number 93, as dramatic music builds, we see a flaming Mr. Stay Puff climbing the side of 55 Central Park West like some sort of fiery, delicious King Kong. At 9306, Egon tells the other Ghostbusters that he has a radical idea and that the door swings both ways and that they could reverse the particle flow through the gate. Ray asks Egon how. Egon tells him that they will cross the streams. Venkman chimes in with, Excuse me, Egon, you said crossing the streams was bad. Ray zones out and says to himself, Cross the streams. Venkman tells Egon that he is going to endanger them and that he would endanger their client, the nice lady that paid them in advance before she became a dog. At 93.27, Egon says that it's not necessarily bad and that there's a very slim chance that they will survive. At 93.30, the Ghostbusters all give each other a long look and after a few seconds, Venkman slaps Ray in the face and says, I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it let's do it at minute 93 45 as the ghostbusters make their way to the gateway the flaming molten hand of mr stay puff reaches over the top of 55 center park west and slams down behind ray at 93 46 the ghostbusters run into position in front of the gateway and take their places egon tells everyone to hurry vince clortho and zul can be seen on the crystalline staircase in the background at 93 50 as they ready their beams venkman turns to ray and says see you on the other side ray Vinkman fires his beam into the cosmic door. At 93.55, Ray turns to Vinkman and says, Nice working with you, Dr. Vinkman. At 93.59, Ray and Vinkman pull the proton streams up and begin to bring them together. And thus ends minute number 93 of Ghostbusters. So this is the culmination of the seed that was planted earlier when they yeah. were busting uh, Slimer at the Cedric <laughs> Hotel. Egon does have that statement, don't cross the beams. Yeah, it's a pretty brilliant idea in, in terms of screenwriting in that they give themselves an out. So they're like... You know, first off, uh, we're going to allude at the fact that, like, there's something big and dangerous, a big stake that we're going to have to make uh, at the end of the movie, and they are allowed to do it right here. And it's something that we as an audience don't understand because it's being created, uh, and so they can kind of run wherever they want with it. Right. Um, but it's also just vague enough that we as the audience don't understand what it is, so we're going to accept whatever it is that happens. Now, total protonic reversal yeah. is what this is. And when it is explained, it is explained as... So, uh, to the best of my understanding, uh, total protonic reversal when crossing the streams means that these streams are going to go back into the proton pack, causing an explosion and zapping you into basically nothingness at the speed of light. Um, and also causing an actual like fiery explosion uh, as well. So, uh, into whatever you're firing at. And here's my thing. They cross the streams, they fire, and then there's no total protonic reversal. They survive. Did they do it just long enough and then stop just in time to blow up the temple and then 
and then retreat? Well, what I'm taking it as is there's a force coming out of the gateway. Uh, there's something that's keeping it open. There's an energy pulsating from that point. So what they're trying to do is counteract that energy with their own. So I think that had they done this with, you know, just in the Sedgwick Hotel or at any other point, it would have caused the total protonic reversal. But I think the total protonic reversal is, in fact, what causes the gateway to be closed in this instance. So the end result of all this stuff exploding and everything at the speed of light doesn't happen because the gateway counteracts that and, and shuts itself off. Back sort of like fighting fire with fire almost. Like yeah, yeah. That's put a, out fire with fire. It's, that's a good way of thinking about okay. it. Yeah, fighting fire with fire. They're fighting the reversal of the stream. The gate, the gate swings both ways, as Egon says. Yeah. So they're just swinging it back the other way. So... Here is another... Th- well, am I cutting you off? No, no. That- okay. Okay, so here's another theory that I've played around with before. Now, again, this is a theory. I do not actually take this seriously. I don't think it's actually what happened, but it's just a fun little way of looking at this. And it is that crossing the streams is set up as certain death. You ain't gonna survive, or whatever. And the Ghostbusters say, okay, let's do it. It's the only shot. It's the only thing we can do to save the city. So when they go and they cross the streams, they end up killing themselves. They sacrifice themselves to save the city. So, I don't know. It's one way to look at it. Uh, it's a fun little theory, but again, so if that like had I happened, said, then the movie just it. would have like faded to black immediately when the explosion <laughs> happened, right? Or whenever they come down from the building, oh, they're in the afterlife, or however else you want to play with it. Uh, what's another movie that that pulls some shit like that? How high were you when you came up with yeah, that? Theory? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There we go. I'm just kidding. All right, so uh, here's another little something. Uh huh. Yeah. Let's see. Right. So here's one of the funnier parts to me in the movie is when Winston gets up and says this job is not worth another eleven five a year. Yeah. So that's uh, $11,500 per year that he's making extra as being a Ghostbuster. Or that's all he's making because that's what he had to take the job. Uh, so in 1987, eleven five a year would have come out to uh, $5 per hour on average. Now, that's for crossing the freaking streams. He's putting his life and the lives of his friends in the city in danger for $5 an hour. Uh, in 1984, that would have come to what today is $27,392. So that's going to be a per average $12 an hour today. So just imagine doing what Winston has to do for yeah. that much money. I wonder if he's on one of those 90-day trial periods for <laughs> yeah, some jobs. Right? You're like, well, we'll give you your full pay after you show that you can be here for three months. And then, of course, they fire you on the 89th he's, day yeah, and hire somebody else. He's on his apprenticeship. Yeah, his apprenticeship, yeah. <laughs> he's part of the next phase of Ghostbusters. So there's a point in this that uh, stuck out to me when I was watching it earlier. Peter Vankman, after Egon is telling them about the plan to cross the streams, is... Uh, they, they all kind of look at each other for a second, and Peter says, oh, I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it, and slaps Ray in the face. Yeah. And I'm curious if that was them just saying that there's no real logical out that anybody would go along with this. So we're just going to have to have a character jump up and say, hey, I'm happy to do this. I'm going to go along with it. Because that's kind of how it's coming off to me. It's just yeah. kind of like Egon is saying, like, we have no other option. Clearly, the story needs to move on to this point of doom that I just gave you guys. We need one of you guys to step up and say, yeah, let's do it. And it does kind of seem like Peter Venkman is that voice. And I don't know yeah. if on set they were or in the writing room, they were like, hey, we wrote ourselves into a corner here. We're going to have to have some uh, deus ex machina. Somebody's just going to have to stand up and say, let's do it. Let's go for it. You know? Yeah. And if there's any character that could do that, it's Peter Venkman. And that's probably the only choice that they had. Yeah. I mean, what other what other tone is this movie going to take right here? Well, I mean, it's been set up as such a dire consequence for crossing the streams earlier on that mm-hmm. you know, at some point somebody, it, no logical person would, would go along with it. So it's, it, you have to have somebody just kind of like say, okay, well, we have no other option. But he doesn't really say that. He just kind of says, I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. You so, know? Yeah, exactly. And we, we get to something that happens here. It's one of the more interesting parts in the whole, whole movie for me. Uh, and I think the minute cuts off right here. But I'm going to go into the second half of it anyway. 
Uh, and it's where they run up and they're prepping themselves and everything. And Peter looks at Ray. The music gets kind of sentimental. We're shot in close-ups. And he turns and says, see you on the other side, Ray. Yeah. And Ray turns to him and says, pleasure working with you, Dr. Dr. Venkman. Venkman, yeah. And he gives him this very sincere look or whatever. And, uh, and Peter like kind of acts like he doesn't listen. He kind of like blows it off, his reaction to it. What the hell is going on in that minute? Do you think Peter's prepping himself because he's like, okay, I'm possibly about to die. Let me just get in the zone here. Stop talking to me. I always read it as though Peter Venkman doesn't, he's not one to get mushy and bond. And that's him saying like, I didn't hear that or whatever. So what's, what's going on there? Why would that, why is that such a deliberate moment that Ivan Reitman put in there? That Peter just kind of like shrugs it off. Yeah, that well, that whole little thing. See on the other side, right? Pleasure working with you, Doctor Venkman. I mean, well, I off. mean, it's a, it's a suicide mission almost to a degree. They don't think that they are going to live past this. So there's mm-hmm. kind of a moment of just like you know saying like, hey man, you know what? It's been nice working with you. Let's it, we're trying to save New York City here. We're putting everything on the line. So I think that any anybody would kind of have a little. Have you ever worked on like a project based assignment and you've come to the very end of it? And even if you've had somebody that you maybe have been butting heads with over something, usually on the last day or when things are getting summed up, everybody does become kind of chummy. When you're about to cross the streams. When you're about to cross the streams, everybody kind of gets together and has a moment where they're like, hey, there's nothing past this point possibly for us. So let's go ahead and just go out on good terms. Yeah, almost like, uh, I don't know, a war movie. Again, it's one of those things that's just like, how is this coming out of a movie from the guys who made, you know, Animal House? And and Stripes and all this. It's, uh, I don't know, it's always been an interesting moment to me. And I've always, ever since I've been watching this movie, since the beginning, tried to figure out, like, why is this incredibly sentimental moment in this uh, movie? It's strange. I mean, it, it, fits with, cool. it, it fits with the characters and it fits with oh, the absolutely. moment. I, I think absolutely. they would probably, yeah. you know, they're, they are good buddies. They've been through a lot together through the educational system and now through the ghost busting system, mm-hmm. through the battle as a small business fighting against the huge, yeah. you know, oppressive government. So at this moment, it, it does make sense to me that they would... The, the moment where Peter Venkman says, I love this idea, let's mm-hmm. do it, and jumps up so glee doesn't... Hit me as genuine, a genuine is the moment uh, in here when he and Ray yeah. are exchanging, you know, pleasantries. Agreed. So. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting that you're getting this little thing out of a guy who just does not get mushy. He does not get. He's not a guy to bond. Uh, but one of the great things about this movie, these performances, these characters, is you do. Upon first meeting them in the movie, you do feel that their history goes back several years. Like when they're walking up the steps, he's like, "Look, I got to tell you, you guys have been really going around the bend on this ghost busting business," you know. Uh, the way he's addressing him, the way he's referring to him as Spangs and all this, it mm-hmm. just shows that like these guys have known each other and been very close for a very, very long time, or yeah. at least a while. You don't call somebody you don't know very well Francine, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is, uh, yeah, this is an, this this ties right in line with the relationship and the re, um, rapport that we saw them having all throughout the movie, uh, up until like the you know the very first moments. So yeah. it's uh, I don't know, it's a moment that's always stood out to me. So I want to correct a mistake that I made a few minutes ago when we were talking about it. I accidentally said cross the beams instead of cross the streams. Mm-hmm. Here is the actual line in okay. in the original shooting script. You see that? Cross the beams. Cross the beams. So apparently it was originally cross the beams, which uh, is a little bit weird because cross the streams kind of comes to mind as a, uh, as a thing. So. Hmm. Yeah, so I wanted to check something real quick. So I was reading on my phone here through the original shooting script for Ghostbusters, and the line, I love this idea, let's do it, does not appear in the script uh, that I can see. In fact, the line is, uh, Vinkman says to Egon, no, you said crossing the streams would be bad, it'll kill her and us, and Spangler says, life is just a state of line. And then Vinkman says, it's my favorite state. And then they just kind of jump up and start fighting. So I think, no, actually Ray says, either way, we're history. So then they get up and decide to shoot at the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Strange line. Yeah, it's it's a very strange line. So Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, as we've 
well documented. A lot of improv in this movie. So that's a really kind of strange decision for them to make with Venkman. Who's just kind of tells everybody, oh, let's get up and do it. So yeah. Anyway. Huh. So, all right. Well, that's pretty much all I've got for minute number 93. How about you? That's it for me. Okay, great. So folks, join us back again for tomorrow. We're entering the final stretch here with one week left. And uh, we're trying to get some special guests uh, together for the show. We have some people who have committed. We're just trying to get schedules worked out. So... Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. And we have a Patreon episode coming up this week, too. So check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Ghostbusters Minute. We'll announce what the Patreon uh, episode is over there. So, all right, Brady, let's get out of here. Let's do it. All right, folks, I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And we're here to remind you that death is but a door. Time a window. We'll be back. Ghostbusters Minute is a fan-supported podcast. To become a patron of Ghostbusters Minute and gain access to exclusive weekly bonus content, visit us at patreon.com slash gbminute. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at ghostbustersminute at gmail.com and visit us online at ghostbustersminute.com, facebook.com slash ghostbustersminute, twitter.com slash gbminute, and look us up on Instagram at ghostbustersminute. Our theme song is Ectoplasm by Audionautics, which is licensed under the Creative Commons Attributions License. Thank you.